It's 4.31 a.m. I'm a black man in America who could not sleep peacefully. Exactly a week ago today at 6.48 a.m., a no-knock warrant was executed in Minneapolis, Minnesota. A black man was executed in Minneapolis, Minnesota. A legal gun owner was executed in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I pray that he um, experienced no pain or, or had no realization of what was actually happening when masked, armed white men who had no true reason to shoot him barged into his home, and he has a legal gun owner who likely was very unaware of what was happening at the time. What side? Gonna gonna see everything on for me. I'm gonna be everything I wanna be. So I'm gonna be what I wanna be. Say I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm I'm gonna be everything. It's 4.31 a.m. I'm not being dramatic. I'm a black man in America who could not sleep peacefully. Exactly a week ago today, well, in two hours it'll be a week ago, February the 2nd, 2022, uh, at 6.48 a.m., a no-knock warrant was executed in Minneapolis, Minnesota. A black man was executed in Minneapolis, Minnesota. A legal gun owner was executed in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I pray that he um, experienced no pain of what was actually happening when masked armed white men who had no true reason to shoot him barged into his home and he as a legal gun owner who likely was very unaware of what was happening at the time you know, waking up from your your slumber before 7 a.m. to racket and noise in a major metropolitan area surrounded by men with guns and your your first attempt is to defend yourself as any logical creature would um, or just um, carnal creature basic instinct for all living beings is to survive still this brother had not even been given the, the 
chance to defend himself. There was no weapon pointed at any officer. He really had no time to respond. He was ambushed and murdered and was not given a chance to say, I have a permit for this weapon or even show me some identification as you barge into my home before 7 a.m. while I'm asleep. Um, and for, for those who say, let's not make it about race, because so many do, you know, who cares what color you was, a man was shot, as many white Americans would, would say. And some black Americans as well. Americans in general. Some people would say, who cares what color he was? A man was shot. You know who cares? The National Rifle Association. So, um, it says that the NRA is America's longest standing civil rights organization. And that is such a wild claim to make. But, fundamentally, um, excuse me, it is a wild claim to make because of how civil rights has been framed in America. Um, civil rights has been framed as a fight for, for equal rights. But constitutionally, the Second Amendment is a civil right. Thus, they're not lying. Um, the NRA <laughs> is ironically the nation's longest standing civil rights organization. And it um, specifically fights for Second Amendment rights, so the right to bear arms um, has nothing to do specifically with rifles, but um, you know, handguns, long arms, um, you know, across the spectrum, right? I'm sure that they they don't want grenade launchers in the hands of every American, especially not Black Americans, um, as you could see from the legislation that they got behind in the 1960s when the Black Panther Party wanted to openly carry in the state of California and for the first time in history they changed their tune and they said well no we need some some gun regulation because we can't have these these uh what's that word Joe Rogan used uh, with the ER on it yeah we can't have these niggers walking around with firearms scaring these hard-working honest white gun owners the white gun owners need to scare the niggers um, <laughs> that's that's uh, essentially the way they got behind gun legislation for the first time in history and, and supported restrictive gun laws because black people were getting a little bit too uh, a little bit too bold with their second amendment right their civil right which the nation's longest standing civil rights organization fought against a civil right that's crazy right um basically the nra doesn't care about black people the nra did not care when Belando castile was murdered as a legal gun owner the nra did not care when um the sister brianna taylor's boyfriend shot back at officers who illegally entered his home or unjustly entered his home see i can't say it's illegal right because the way the law is contorted to 
assault black people, they'll find a way to legally enter your home, but justly, no. So the NRA decided that um, they weren't going to say anything once again. And I'm not surprised. Black folks know that this system is not going to operate in your best interest. And therefore, we must operate with the understanding that if it comes down to it, we've got to be prepared to lose life and limb for our loved ones. Um, nobody wants to die. Like that's for that's for real. And at the same time, I'm sure that there is not a parent who will not jeopardize their life so that their child can see a better future. Black, white, brown, um, across the, the spectrum. Parents will risk their lives for their children. Husbands will risk their lives for their wives. Um, older siblings will risk their lives for younger siblings. There's a sense of responsibility that we have to those who look up to us and those who we feel responsible for. The NRA feels no responsibility toward black Americans. And they make that painstakingly clear every time a black person specifically a legal black gun owner is murdered by police officers um they're focused on you know leading the back to normal movement which has nothing to do with gun rights it has everything to do with a a neoconservative uh political perspective um they're focused on joe biden's you know, remarks about gun ownership they're they're focused on putting Ida B. Wells on their their uh, NRA women page Where I, I saw a tweet earlier from from some guy about Black History Month that was uh, laughable here we go CJ Pearson uh, said here's a Black History Month fact that liberals don't want you to know before the color barrier was broken in sports, schools, lunch lines, water fountains, the media, or Hollywood, the NRA fought for civil rights and gun rights for all Americans. Civil Gun rights are civil rights. Um, the NRA retweeted that C.J. Pearson has a, a blue check beside his name, so let's see. Um, he's the CEO of Shop Right or Die, an America First apparel company, Republican strategist. Um, yeah, so... This guy is, is a uh, conservative perspective having gun owner, which neither here nor there. CJ, I hope that you're never faced with armed, masked men entering your home unjustly. Maybe the NRA will fight for you because they retweeted you and you have a, a long-standing uh, history, I guess, of, of supporting causes that they're interested in but if if you're not uh fitting the narrative that they want
Good luck. It's 4.42 in the morning. I'm a black man in America who cannot sleep peacefully. My wife and son are, are upstairs sleeping. And I'm sitting here thinking about the fact that a week ago right now, Amir Locke had no clue that in what two hours yeah yeah in two hours and six minutes his life would be over it's crazy oh yeah I didn't start my uh, episode off with the way I generally kick it off on this episode of narratives over wine and whiskey podcast where we discuss topics that impact black and millennial communities i am drinking water because it's not even 5 a.m and life is hard but life is is not that hard right now and i'm not in vegas i'm out Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast is a subsidiary of Daniels Development and Branding, LLC. Here for all of your fundraising strategy and creative storytelling needs. Connect with us online at dollarsandstories.com.